Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. I need help from a chef. That Joe Flacco does not think he should win comeback player of the year, which is probably not surprising you find folks out there. And he feels that uh, Deshaun Watson is going to be just fine with the Cleveland Browns in the future. He was on Zach Gelb's show. On Friday, we'll hear from the, we'll hear those comments coming up here in about 20 minutes. 216-474-92. I need a chef. I need a head chef, and I think I got one here. Let me make a comparison for you. When it comes to, do you think that Kevin Stefanski, Lima, do you think that he is a organized fella? Oh, absolutely. It's one of his biggest strengths. Okay. If you are, now I'm, I'm imagining here, you know more about the restaurant business than I do. Like, I'm, I'm basically just like Polly and Goodfellas. I, I, I know how to sit down and order the meal. That's what I know. What do you want from me? Does the head chef, does he delegate all everything to everybody else? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, what was the show? Oh, what was the, the reality Iron show? Chef. No, the, the one this year that won all the awards. Julia Child. Bear. Bear. Yeah, Bear. They, the talk, bear. About, they yeah. talk about this, and that's bear. a big part. The organizational component. You thought it was something else. Is everything for a chef. You can be creative all you want. Emerald Live. Come up with the best menu possible, but if you don't know how to structure a hmm. working kitchen, you got nothing. In the kitchen with David. Let me get to Hunter and Willoughby. Hunter, hello. How you doing? Are you a main chef? Yeah, head chef, yeah. You're the head chef. Okay. Heard. Chef Hunter. Um, Heard, yep, exactly. Tony, <laughs> <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> Well, you are uh, you are really a a, tra- a Doug Tratner over there, aren't you? You're just amazing, Tony. All right, Hunter, you got sous chefs, right? Those are your assistant chefs. Yep, absolutely. Okay, now you have all these assistant chefs. Again, I'm not in your world. I mean, total respect by this. I know how hard you guys work. Okay, I mean this. If you can't delegate to somebody, I mean, these are delegations of responsibility, and you oversee the entire thing. I'm sure you have your things that you were you were more apt to do. You specialized in before. Can I make a comparison to an NFL head coach and delegating the the assistants to what they do to a head chef at a fine restaurant to his his sous chefs? Uh, I think so, absolutely, Good. for sure. Hunter, that's what was the place again? Uh, what's that? My restaurant. You said heard. You said heard, right? Isn't that what it's called? Oh yeah, no, heard. I was just acknowledging what you were saying out loud. That's oh all. yeah, I thought the name it's, of the restaurant that's was how Chef speak Kitchen Talk. God, I, see, I thank you, Chef. Uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not. I'm not riding that wave, dude. Okay. I'm sorry, <laughs> Hunter. Thank you very much for playing along. I appreciate it and wish you all the success. See, I don't. know. They say heard when they. I just got being a chef is ten percent cooking, ninety percent management. Okay, so this is what a head coach does, then, right? Okay. Boy, I know nothing about the restaurant business. I have zero clue on any of it. 
You knew I. I didn't. When you said "heard," I thought that I, I swear to God, I thought that was the name of the restaurant. Hopefully, that's the dumbest thing I think of today. Probably will be the next upscale big restaurant in New York City. I had heard. no idea. I called you a Doug Tratner because I did. I I thought you knew what the restaurant was. I had no idea. All right. I would feel that Kevin Stefanski, he's the head coach. Do you have to go in there, and even though you're you're specializing in it, do you have to go in there and make the steaks if you want somebody else to make the steaks? You said 90% organization, 10% cooking now, right? So if it's 10% cooking and 90% organization, does that mean you can jump in and call the plays if you want? Maybe it's time for a fresh perspective. Maybe it's time for Ken Dorsey hired him for a reason, didn't you? As the offensive coordinator, you just getting a name to get a name? Now, I'm not looking for a fall guy. I'm not looking at anything like that, but this man has experience with quarterbacks that get out and explore the space now, doesn't he? Cam Newton, Josh Allen, now it would be Deshaun Watson if he is, in fact, according to Adam Schefter, he is uh, going to be the Browns' offensive coordinator. I don't have a problem with what Kevin Stefanski has done. However, I'm going against the arguments that have been made against Kevin Stefanski because people have used it and said, look at Joe Flacco in this offense. Guys, you will use that argument if things don't go well next year for the Cleveland Browns. You will use that against Kevin Stefanski. I tell you this, you will use it against him. And our world is with fans. That's who we argue with. That's who we bicker with. I don't know how much actual power it wields. Some people accuse us of having way too much. I don't think we have any. But I'm trying to look at the arguments and say, what will give us a successful season? Did Kevin Stefanski and Deshaun Watson, how well do you think that they worked together last year? And the year before, the the, the six games as well. I mean, I went to a place with how those six games went, I thought that they were sandbagging a little bit so they didn't put too much out on tape for the 2023 season because when Deshaun Watson took over the team, they had a 1% chance of making the playoffs. That many. Go ahead. Uh, I think they had their ups and downs. I think some of that's unfair because it's only been 12 games. I mean, when you really think about it, what one of those games he got knocked out, you know, five plays into the game. So I, I think it's hard. I think it's hard to to know where this is going. It has been very inconsistent. The Tennessee game this year, he was fantastic. You know, after the first two drives, he was fantastic. Arizona, fantastic in the second half. The Ravens game, everybody points to. I thought that was the best synergy because I think Kevin realized what Deshaun couldn't do against that defense and also realized what he could do and so completely changed the play calling at halftime. I think even Watson talked about that after the game. You saw all the screen plays, the quick hitters. Now, all of a sudden, they were cooking. Then it opened up the scramble lanes, and that helped things out. But overall, still the bad. I mean, that same Ravens game, 6-21 in the first half. I mean, he had nightmarish uh, performances, you know, during some of these games, too. Mm -hmm. So, it's just been inconsistent all the way around. It's been inconsistent. Do you think we could have, because Ken Dorsey, I think it was thrown under the bus. I'm getting texts from people who are Bills fans. They say, good luck with him. Okay. I mean, you did go the divisional run. You did win a lot more games. Can't take that away. However, there was consistency there with Josh Allen, wasn't there? Was there? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, they were the number two. That, oh, by all the advanced metrics, they were number two. And then I, I wonder about this. Now, this is Deshaun Watson in his own words on Lockerverse on Friday and his response to critics about what he said about the first 15 scripted plays. Hit it. No, no I, I always get it on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, <laughs> I'm going to wrap it and see it. And like I was complaining about every coach about the first 15. Look, I never said I was complaining about anybody. You can go to any coach that done coached me, any player that done played with me. Foe ain't gonna complain about nothing. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna put it all on front street, and put it on the table. If I got something to say, I'm gonna I'm gonna speak it, and that go from coaches and all. I just said me as a player. If you look at my career history, I've always gotten better the course of the games, the course of the seasons. That's just me from college, from high school, regardless. So like that's what I was speaking on. I've never been a fan of the first fifteen. I'm not saying I never sat here and been like, hey, coach, I don't want to do the first fifteen. Just call random plays. No, I'm going to run the 15 and, and as, try to execute as best of my ability. But for you to sit up here and say that I'm complaining when you ain't even spoke to me or even you don't even know the situation behind what I'm saying, you can't sit here and say I'm complaining. That's Deshaun Watson on Lockerverse. And the numbers, the numbers, people have unearthed the numbers. I, I, I had never seen this uh, until in recent weeks when it came up about the scripted plays versus – how he gets a little more comfortable during the game. It does. First quarter, it's a struggle. Mm-hmm. He does not look like he's even a starting quarterback in the NFL in the first quarters. And does that not kind of match what we've seen in Cleveland? I'd like to go back some to of those season. first quarters. This is some wonky stuff that that I'm going to send Mitch on. You don't got to do it right now because we I don't want to bog you down, okay? But we got to find out what Kirk Cousins did in Minnesota in the year that he was with Kevin Stefanski on the first drive. How many times did he score on the first drive? Because in a system, you know, Joe Flacco works better in the system, quote-unquote. Kirk Cousins works better in the system, quote-unquote. This is one of the arguments or one of the reasons I'm saying, you know, maybe now is the time where you step back and you administrate and you delegate and say, no, I, I want to run the ball here because we have to keep our defense off the field and we could do it this way. Let's, let's, let's gear it down a little bit. Because Ken Dorsey's interested in yards and, and, and points. That's what he's interested in. For Stefanski... I've never once said he wasn't organized. He is. But I have said a couple of times, much to my chagrin, and I think a lot of other people, and they've actually agreed with me, that there have been a couple of times, not many, but a couple of times I think he kind of got caught in what was going on in the game and didn't see it from the spot he's supposed to see it as the head coach of the football team and not the main play caller, not the offensive coordinator. And so my thinking is I respect Kevin Stefanski as a thinker, would it be better now, even though jo- even though that, that's number three I've said John Dorsey, even though Ken Dorsey's name is kind of muddy right now because of how it ended in Buffalo. We'll talk to Ty Dunn coming up at 9 o'clock tomorrow about that. He's covered the Bills a long time. Even though this name's muddy, wouldn't this be the natural point where you go, okay, maybe it's time he steps back, puts the play calling in the hands of, Ke- of, of Ken Dorsey and see the way the offense goes. I know it's a bit of a gamble. You're giving up power that you fought for the reason you got hired. You're giving up that power to somebody else. But it's not like you can't step in when needed and make those decisions. You're the head coach. Yeah, oh, I, I understand that. And, you know, just to point out what he has said every time, which is, ah, play calling, for the most part, overrated. Okay, are you giving up play calling? No. He obviously thinks he's very good at it. He obviously yeah. thinks it's an advantage. I think he's good if, at it. And, and this is what makes this odd, because usually there's a lot of things – you want Kevin Stefanski to keep the plays, right? Yeah. Okay. And I'm like, hey, this might be the time. If Kevin Stefanski doesn't give up play calling, I don't know if I'm going to be ranting and raving about it. But what I've seen is that there's really no argument about how well Joe Flacco or a few years ago, Kirk Cousins works inside the system. There's no argument there. There has been a major argument about Deshaun Watson. Maybe the system is not congruent to what Deshaun Watson is, and maybe now's the time in January where we start to say, hey, part of this system's going to work, but we need to work this in, and we need a guy with the commonality of language of working with quarterbacks 
like Deshaun Watson, like Josh Allen, like Cam Newton, which is who he's worked with, that can make this offense sing the way it's supposed to be with a quarterback that can get out there and extend plays. It's not, you know, it's it's such a weird thing because usually we're fighting and going back and forth and I'm right, you're wrong, or I'm wrong and you're right. I don't see it to be that way here. But I, I'm just starting to try to read tea leaves here. They looked at Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore likes to throw the football. They call him the joystick for a reason. Kellen Moore likes to throw the football. You got Ken Dorsey, who clearly likes to throw the football and be able to use his quarterback and maybe sometimes overuse his quarterback. And maybe it's a thought where Ken Dorsey would be better if Kevin Stefanski had him to oversee it. Because Sean McDermott, maybe it was the same situation in Buffalo that it's here in Cleveland. I'm a defensive guy. I just want somebody to run the offense and take care of the offense. For Kevin Stefanski, I'm an offensive guy. I want somebody to run the defense and take care of the defense, and I don't want to worry about it. But now maybe is the time where you step back and take a look at it all. Maybe that just makes things easier. 216-474-0092. Everybody's still getting in about Lamar Jackson being elite. I can't stop him. As much as Ken Dorsey is, is looks like he's going to be hired by the Cleveland Browns, but as, as the offensive coordinator, and I got plenty of people going, yeah, that's fine. All right, fine. Todd and Akron. Todd, hello. You know, I'm going to ask you the question. Lamar Jackson is elite, but elite don't mean nothing when you're not winning the big games. I'm going to go there. Now, as far as Ken Dorsey being hired, I'm happy because I'm hoping he's calling the plays. I want something new. I want to see how he do calling the plays. That just That's what I feel. You'd like yeah. to see Dorsey call the plays? That's right. Yes, I will. Yes. Do you have a major problem with Stefanski calling plays? Listen, remember that play? I think it was Indianapolis when it was like fourth and two and he chose to throw the ball instead of running Nick Chubbs. That pretty much set the tone. You for, mean Kareem Hunt? Kareem Hunt, yeah. When he should have ran the ball a fourth and two, and he chose to throw the ball, I, I that I lost it. That's why I want Ken Dorsey calling the play. Wait a minute, wasn't that the one where he was running the ball or he was throwing the ball, and then he finally ran it with Kareem Hunt, Todd? Yes, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. I mean, see, and I'm not going to rip you for that because a lot of people are going to probably say the same thing. I didn't have a problem with that because, again, you wanted four tries instead of three tries. Of course, plenty of people said just get the ball in the end zone, which I could see that, but I understood where Kevin Stefanski was coming from. See, this is where when you're 11-6, and six, there's it's it's hard to make a strong argument against. But the arguments that we make for Kevin Stefanski, I'm telling you, I think people are going to use it against him if things don't go well. I was just going to say that same exact scenario came up yesterday for Detroit at the end of the game. They were down 10. They needed two scores. They're down to the one-yard line, right, with a minute five left, and they ran the ball. Yeah. And it, they ended up taking a timeout and and screwing up their opportunity to, even if they don't recover the onside kick, still be able to be in that game. Mm-hmm. If they just throw the ball three times and then run it on the last opportunity, who cares if it's down to 38 seconds instead of 58 seconds? You've still got three timeouts. You have You've your still got opportunities to stop the clock. That's true. I Two. mean, in that situation that the caller brought up, Stefanski ended up being correct on that. 216-474-0092. Coming up next, Joe Flacco says Deshaun Watson's going to be just fine with your Cleveland Browns. And I'm not afraid of them. But just because I'm not afraid of them doesn't mean they can't get in our way. I'll explain to you next on The Fan. Joe Flacco says Deshaun Watson can be a lead again. We will uh, play that for you coming up here in a moment. I just want to know, why do you guys why do you guys act like you hate Taylor Swift? 
I seriously, I kind of want to know. 216-474-0092. Why do you act like you hate Taylor Swift? What? I think I have an answer. Do you? Uh, I think li- what? Okay, what's the answer? I Lima think, Day ain't going to come up with an answer. I think it's jealousy. I think people are... Jealous of what? She's been very successful with... I mean, is she the best? Does she have the best voice in the world? No. No, I mean, but she doesn't have the worst. Not like Roseanne does singing she, the national anthem. Does she seem to do these the Beyonce-style dance moves that are very... No. No. Okay. Does she, what, what are we trying to say here? I, she's been super successful, and it doesn't seem that she's as talented as some others in her profession. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, that's just what I see. I, I don't mind her, and, you know. Yeah, she's, she's no Rebecca Black. I mean, there's no doubt uh, when it comes to talent. <laughs> she did that hand thing. So, so uh, here's what I wonder sometimes. Like, obviously, the NFL and their marketing wing – they are going to seize hold of anything and everything and blow it up yeah. uh, because they understand that football is front and center in being able to influence, you know, whoever's watching, whoever's paying attention to football. You realize that we're not all that unique. When they tell us what beer to buy, we buy it. When they tell us what trucks to buy, we buy it. Like when they when they get their marketing arm around anything, well, they are playing into the Taylor Swift part of this because they have figured out, or at least their suspicion is, that there is an untapped audience that the NFL has, with the exception of the Super Bowl, the NFL has left this demographic mm. of young women, young girls, married women, whatever. They feel that they have left them behind, and now there is an availability to wrap these people up in football, and they're betting that once they see the product, they will come back for the product. And so they're going to use the Taylor Swift edge in any which way they can to see if they can squeeze out more fans. Well, it, That's it, the edge in why is that such a, That why should that, be. Why is that such a bad thing? I more think fans a, is bad? I think if you're a football guy... You want to see football. I'm, you want to see breaking down of football. No, you want to see shots way. of the coaches. You want to see shots. Yeah, can't people it. think they're cutting away to her way more than that can't be it. than when she's not there. I mean, she wasn't at every game. What is year. it? What is it with her? Like, uh, I, like I can. If you I add can up understand. the amount of screen time Taylor Swift is getting for a full game. It's like less than a minute. It's, I think they cut away twice yesterday, maybe. Yeah, two or three times. When Kelsey scores the touchdown, yeah. It, yeah. Wasn't like, it, it wasn't like they were cutting to her after and Lamar then, Jackson yeah. scored. It was either cut away to Taylor or listen to Romo mumble some more. Right. Well, that's a whole different can of worms. That's a whole there different. There we go. Right just. And he's down. So little. Wow. Not. I think Romo might have been the biggest loser. If you were to rank the losers yesterday, I think some people would say Lamar Jackson won. Uh, they would say Dan Campbell, number two. two. Yeah. Maybe, say, Flowers up there. Two or three. Tony Romo, number four. Two biggest ones. losers yesterday. Rank them. Power rank them. Kenny, we love a power rank. All right, what was the power, power rank again? Biggest losers yesterday of Championship Sunday in the NFL. I need a power ranking. The show hold is on. trying to embrace power rankings in 2024. Okay, hold on. Our consultants have told us that we are missing out 
When it comes to power rankings, they say the best shows do them, and we have not done them. You're so making this up. We should do a power rankings of the things yeah. you make up off the top I make of your up head. All, all sorts of things. All right, I already got a power rankings. Go. Oh, biggest wait, losers. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. we need a bed for that. We oh, and are you going to participate? you have a yeah, bed for Here power rankings? Mitch, biggest losers. Oh, oh no, I really want to this do this. This is power ranking music scored by Get John down. Williams, the power ranking master. I made this that up. actually Sam Spence. Yeah, it's not John Williams. Yeah. But, I, I mean, everybody, everybody knows who John Williams is. All right, here we go. Ready? We heard an interesting fact over the weekend about the son of John Williams. We'll get to that later. <laughs> okay. All right, number three, right off the top of my head. I did this right off the top of my head. Number three, the biggest losers from this yes. weekend. People who hate Taylor Swift. Number three. Wow. Number two, Lamar Jackson. Everybody's waking up saying the guy's not elite. You know he's elite. Yeah. Could you imagine being an elite quarterback and being told you're not elite? Number one, Dan Campbell. Dan number Campbell. one, you do this, or you do it. Yes, he's number one. You do the same thing. Everybody, he's so aggressive. He's so in your face. He bites kneecaps, and then everybody's hammering you for what? Being aggressive and, and putting the game in the hands of your players, but yet not instead of you taking it away. But yet not being are, aggressive at the end of the half. You guys are hammering Dan Campbell for not doing a Ryan Day. Mm-hmm. Again, can we can we talk about this? You're hammering Dan Campbell for not doing what Ryan Day did in the Michigan game. So no Zay Flowers for you. Off we go. Owen, power rank him. I wanted kids. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. And to give me his flowers, his Zay flowers. April showers, <laughs> bring Zay flowers. No. Biggest losers. The Lerner family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a second. Wait. Where did that come from? No, I do think the people of Baltimore that thought finally they had the home yeah. field advantage. You didn't have it. You lost. Sorry, losers. Defense travels, so does Patrick Mahomes' greatness. That's true. What else you got? I forgot what Ken's were, and I'm trying to not double up on Ken's. But I do That's think, what's tough about power yeah. rankings. Yeah, do it. That's It's fine. I do think the people that hated, uh, hated on Taylor Swift, you're a big loser. You loser. Wait, wait. The, the, okay, you're calling them. What about uh, just a throw-in here? And Mitch, will get your list here what? in a second if he's prepared. Then we might I have to strike up the music again. Then we'll move on. Uh, the Ravens for pain. Odell Beckham Jr. And then not using him and for then not two using and a half quarters? They got to the AFC Championship. They game. did. 15 million bucks well spent. But remember, 
We're so talking about the losers athlete. of the championship weekend. Oh, yeah, that's right. So they're all winners. That brings up my biggest loser is the people on Twitter that got duped by yeah. the fake. Oh, no, make them dead. Yes, keep it to it. You bastard. Mitch, go ahead. Mitch, what you got? Okay, uh, my number three, Zay Flowers, just for that one drive alone. I mean, you have the fu- the the penalty, the fumble at the goal line, and hurting your hand afterwards in frustration. Number two, Brock Purdy haters. The man did what he had to do this year compared to last wow. year. Good. I've hated go the slander the against him. I've hated the slander against him. He was the last pick of the draft. Good, he is strong bowling out. Number one, me, because this is the nightmare Super Bowl matchup I had after this before this weekend. But it go lose. Hey, wait a minute. Do you have a second date this weekend? I did not. Is it going to be the Super Bowl? There you go. Hey. Is the Super Bowl Ooh. worth a second date? Well, you're going to wait no, There's three? not going to be a second date. Oh! Wow! Not Where did it fall apart? No! Over text Power ranked the different Friday. occasions. Yeah. What did you text her? Power ranked your worst texts I, of the weekend. She, she texted me. No! Oh, Can you read it on the air? No! I, you, I could probably could, yeah. Did you delete it? No, it's still there. So it's there. You know what? Hey, are you going to screenshot it and post gonna, it in your locker to remind you? It's going to give you a chip on your shoulder. Your text went a lot go. better than a certain wrestling personality out there. What do you got? Oh, I, I got to pull it up. Hold on. Oh, oh yeah, 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 there we go. 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 Around here. All right. I know you're not going to be able to do that. You know, they can't play R. Kelly at our sister station anymore. Well, we're so. not going to do that. Go ahead. Just call him Robert. Hi, I appreciate the offer. I've been thinking about it, and I enjoyed our time out and getting to know you. But I don't think I feel a connection I'm looking for between us. You're oh. a great guy, though, and I really enjoyed getting to know you. To which I responded, <laughs> hey, it's no problem. I kind of figured. You're a really nice girl. I hope you can find someone that makes you as happy as can be. Uh, should have told her to go to hell. This is such a waste. Yeah. This is such a waste of everyone's time, the small talk afterwards. Oh, boy. It's, it's what's on the screen. Jim in Strongsville, why do, people, why do you hate Taylor Swift? And uh, should Mitch have told that girl to go to hell? Now I'm really sad for Mitch. That might be the worst of all time. Well, you're going to be hearing that again at the end of the show. And in the open. That's the worst. That's like, like, yeah, you're really nice. I would try myself to sleep every night. I'm sorry, Mitch. Such sad news for Mitch. Cue, Cue the laugh track in the live studio audience. Sorry. Anyways, I I don't mind Taylor Swift. If anything, I'm I'm just I'm Kelsey fatigued. I can't deal with the Kelseys on my TV anymore. I'm just bombarded with Kelsey here, Kelsey there, Kelsey everywhere. Jim, the the thing about that is is though at least there's been more exposure with Jason Kelsey, and he's a great guy. Maybe they're both all right, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. He is. I don't know. You know, you got that, and then you got your buddies in the afternoon. You got Mr. Kelsey. I don't like what Mr. Kelsey? They call him Mr. Kelsey? No, I forget. No, Baskin and Phelps had Ed on, had the dad on. Oh, that's right. Okay. Nick, you hang tight, buddy. I'm sure you need to go to church and meet a girl. Do something like that, maybe. Yeah, you can go. (laughs) Yeah, Mitch. Thank you for the call. Head to church. Poor Mitchie. Josh and Berea, hello. Sorry, Mitch. You'll get them next time. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. <laughs> All right, continue. But, uh, my number one of the power ranking is Dan. Hold on, wait a hold minute, on, Josh. Wait a minute. Wait hold a minute. on, Josh. Here we up. go. I'll rank them. Do it, Josh. I, I'm gonna, number one, Dan Campbell. Number two is the Lions defense. This is the third time they've blown a double-digit lead this year. So it was just bound to happen. And then I got to agree with Owen. It's to all the Kansas City haters, number three. It's just, 
you keep doubting them, and then Magical Mahomes just keeps pulling things out of his you-know-what when you least expect it. So, Josh, we all got egg on our face. For Josh and all the callers, if you're going to participate in power rankings, you go from lowest to the number one. Like if we do get more it's, powerful. Yeah, it's three, two, one, not one, yeah. two, three. Three, two, one, one, two. What the heck is bothering me? Edna in Cleveland Heights. Ed, Edna, Edna, hello. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey. So I'm from Kelsey Heights, okay? I'm from Cleveland Heights, Ohio. <laughs> you guys call Kelsey they Heights? Nine, wow. See, the Kelseys are royalty here. They do so much to support our high school, our schools with their uh, 87 and running foundation for Travis and Jason does it as well. Um, I just really think that it is a bonus to have this romance, the Taylor Swift. Think about it from a marketing perspective. The Super Bowl, how much is it for a one-minute commercial? How many million? I don't know. But anytime they flash Taylor Swift, someone's going to see that commercial. You know, so it's great for the game also because more women are getting into football, not just for the Taylor Swift. Okay, Taylor Swift, the Swifties, they're into it because of Taylor, but they're learning something about football. Get them in how they can, where you can. It's like when Top Golf opened. Only elite golfers, only people who knew how to play golf went. But now it's just like the Chuck E. Cheese of, of sports in terms of golf because anyone can go. There's no judgment. Like who is it that no judgment, no judgment zone for Planet Fitness? I just think it does a great amount for the sport. And it's only it's not like she's featured every after every single play or every single reception or right. every single. You know what so I think it does. What I th- what mm-hmm. I do think it does, Edna, and I thank you very much for the call because it, it is right, and that's why you know every, every people who say things about the Kelseys, I'm like, hey, let's let's keep them all on good terms here, okay? Because you know if, if that all works out, those are going to be I don't know where Taylor Swift is from, but those are Cleveland babies, okay? I think that's how that works. Anywho, I think it is like if she would if she would date a tight end from the Dolphins. Or if she would date, like, David Njoku. Like, if she were dating David freaking Njoku and was at Brown Stadium all the time, people would be losing their minds. Yeah, they would. Losing their 100%. Minds. But she did date a guy from a team that people are tired of seeing win. And then it's her log that you throw on a fire. And so now there's this adulation, and they're, they're getting asked questions about these teams. Like, Liz knows nothing about football. It is... It is, there's nothing that she knows. Like, no, I have to explain all everything to her, and it's coming from my point of view, so there's a lot of people going, oh, you're getting all the wrong information, honey. Like, yeah, but she cares about Taylor Swift. She knows who Taylor Swift is, and that's who she cares about, but then it's Kansas City, and it's. I think a lot of it is Kansas City. I got nothing It's Taylor Swift. I think it's fun, but I think a lot of people are tired of Kansas City, and it, it adds more to the Kansas City thing. And I can't see him going anywhere. We have people tweeting us that, oh, that it's been a total turnoff. Now, they don't care. The NFL doesn't care. They would care if you said it was a turn out, a tune out. You're not tuning out. Right. Nobody. They've already got you. You're not oh, going anywhere. more people watching. You're, and, and, again, they're barely – they're showing her for, like, four seconds at a time, maybe at most three or four times. 
during a game, and that's it. And they're not losing one viewer of the NFL, and they're only hoping to gain. 216-474-0092. People are getting in. They feel bad for Mitch. And also coming up, Joe Flacco says Deshaun Watson's going to be just fine. And Mitch, please, on the fan. Mitch, please, coming up momentarily. Of course, I I think Mitch already did, Mitch, please. Oh, boy. A lot of people feeling bad for Mitch. Joe Flacco was on Zach Gelb's show last week on Friday. And he was asked about comeback player of the year. I want this one 06 first. He was asked about comeback player of the year. Uh, Joe, I wish you could see the, the face that Joe made. Like, he's like, no, I don't get it. It's DeMar Hamlin. Here's what Joe had to say about comeback sure. player of the year. You know, I don't know how many snaps he played, but I just think mentally to get yourself back to the point where you feel comfortable doing that kind of thing. And, you know, obviously the physical part stands that, you know, stands for, you know, you don't need any explanation there, but I think mentally to get yourself ready to go back out there and um, feel, feel good doing that, you know, what we do, uh, especially at his position um, is it, pretty cool. He was asked if Deshaun Watson can be a lead again. Here's what Joe Flacco had to say. Oh, for sure. Listen, I mean, he's, I, I still feel like he's not been in the league that long. And it's for him, it's just about staying healthy and, and, and you know, and, and getting back out there and getting a full season under his belt. Now, if he were to stay in Cleveland, he would be the backup. Joe, are you willing to be a backup this year? In the case of this year, it was kind of done for me. I didn't have any opportunities. So it wasn't like I had to say no to anybody that I was, I was at home. I was doing my work. I was working out and waiting for a call. So I do think there is positives to sitting around this year. There was positives to being available when I was available, as opposed to being locked down on another team. I think um, hopefully my opportunities will be a little bit different this year in terms of, you know, getting some calls here and there. I mean, you, you never know. Um, and I'm going to have to assess each one of those for what it is and 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 go from there. I wonder if he, he begins, like you mentioned Travis Kelsey. I don't want to take this away from you. Tell me the concept you had for Travis Kelsey as well after this season. Oh, I think if, if ever there was a candidate to retire, so you get all the fanfare, you get to watch your own funeral, you know, as, as they like to say, and then watch your team kind of miss you. Then they start to make overtures to you so you feel wanted again. You get to get back into shape, join the team for a stretch run, and be a significant part of a team's uh, run to a Super Bowl. This is the guy. Like, Travis Kelsey, this is tailor-made. Gronk kind of tried this, right? But weren't there other players that actually started the season, retired, then joined the team? I think this stuff is going to get more and more popular because the season is so long, Kenny, and there are so many injuries. And Dominican Sue has done it. We're not retired, but a couple times been on the bench or been yeah. on the streets to start a season and finished in the Super Bowl. And and think about it. You just had a quarterback do it. Once a quarterback shows that he doesn't need to build chemistry with receivers, he doesn't need to go to the Greenbrier. He doesn't need to spend money and send everybody to the Bahamas and work out on the beach. 
now he just joined the team, learned everybody's name, and boom, I, he's, he's, he's throwing the ball down the field, and it's the best the vertical passing game has ever looked with Kevin Stefanski. You have to be, you have to have a special circumstance. Sure. So, I mean, you have to be a 16-year vet or a multiple-year vet and, and have seen it all in the league. Uh, but I think that that's a possibility. I think we're trying, it's almost like, I, I kind of want to call it like a soft retirement, where it's like you don't file the papers. Maybe you do. I don't know. But I would say you don't file the papers, and you kind of, hey, let's see the way this thing plays out. And if I'm if I'm wanted back, then I'll come back. If not, then you know what? It's been a hell of a run here. And you could do the Rob Gronkowski, like you said. Again, and, and Dominican Sue, you don't have to sit there and commit a whole season to a football team, wear yourself out for a team that, in a lot of ways, I mean, there's, for the good stories that we have in, in a season, the teams that take that next step, the, the Texans and, and that great story, there are teams that fall flat on their face. So, like, say, hey, the Chargers want to bring you in, Ndabakun, and bring him in at the beginning of this last season. It would have been a total waste of time. A total waste of time. But for Joe Flacco, um, for y- y- Travis Kelsey, for any of these guys, it makes a bunch of sense to, hey, I'm a little bit older. Do I need to put the wear and tear on my body week one? Or can I pick and choose and wait until the trade deadline or thereafter to go, okay, you know what? It's November. And I'm going to make a stretch run with one of these teams. I think that makes a ton of sense for everybody involved. Two one six four seven four to below ninety two. Robert in Brexville, you're first up on the fan. Yellow. Hey, so I think we're all grateful that Baltimore fell apart. Personally, I'm looking forward to the instability that's going to cause uh, in the locker room this offseason. Well, when it comes to the San Francisco and Detroit game, I'm not sure what's a bigger upset or bigger letdown is the fact that Detroit got eliminated or Mitch's second date got eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's time for Mitch, please. Hello, Mitch. Hello, Ken. What and are you? Uh, what? Uh, yeah, I need to. I need to pick up my spirits after uh, the whole thing we've been going on for the last twenty minutes. So I got this clip. This is actually my uh, bolster Lima's feelings too, because this is, pertains to the news, uh, the reports from last night that Ken Dorsey is going to be the new Browns offensive coordinator. Wishing him the very best in the role. However, it allows me to play this audio courtesy of ESPN and ABC. Now it is fourth down, the final play. Oh, and Dorsey under pressure, throws it. Incomplete. The Buckeyes win. C. Grant was the man who pressured Dorsey, and now the party begins for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Do it. Was that a good bitch, please, there, Lima? No, no, it wasn't. It makes Ken Dorsey look look worse. Uh, he got ragdolled on that play. Yeah, he did. He got injured earlier in the game too, as did Willis McGahee. Okay. But we don't need to talk That's about that. Oh, what happened to Willis McGahee? No, we don't need. To, we don't need to talk Willis about Willis McGahee wanted to play Tonk with me a couple <laughs> times. I go, I can't afford your game. Uh, that was also the game that Craig Krenzel decided, or Jim Tressel decided, he was going to run like seven design quarterback sneaks. Every single one of them worked. <laughs> I gotta put, boy, that's a thumbs down, Mitch. It's fun. So, no. What a response. Now you need to text Ken and say, I understand uh, that, you know, the connection wasn't necessarily there on that Mitch, please. Didn't exactly work out. I wish you the best of luck going forward. Hope someone makes you happy. Yeah. It it probably, that's something a listener wants to hear, though. He's probably right. Yeah, I guess it is. Because everybody hates Miami, who's not a It's a championship. Did it it add to today's show? No. Um, Answer it truthfully. I'd argue it subtracted. But if it's something the listeners want to hear, and I guarantee no, they wanted to hear it, then yeah, I think time, I had it. Ken, a lot of listeners want to hear Jim Moore go, playoffs? No, they don't. <laughs> we don't play no, that. We, college yeah, we don't play that time, though. That's a really we good point. We don't play it. Yeah. I mean, I'd see myself in hell if I was a part of that. 
Like walk out of the room if I was a part of playoffs. What's the? Oh yeah, when they do the Allen Iverson practice thing. I'm that's starting to no-no. think. I'm starting to think Mitch is who we thought he was. <laughs> Are you letting him off the hook? <laughs> All right, that's enough. Yeah, not very good start to the week there, Mitch. I have another chance tomorrow. So are you uh, You still swiping right over there? I'm swiping right. No one else When is. did you know during the date that it was starting to go in that direction? No, I knew during the text conversations a few days after when the replies kept getting slower uh, and yeah. slower Come and on, slower. Mitch. You played to win the game. It's I'm a fast texter. There. Well, at that point, you get desperate. You just send pictures. Pictures of me? I mean, she's, Linus, she's not gonna know. He's Linus been down that road. So there's available Brad out there. Farms the out there. Yeah, I can say this now. Back in my single days, I was asked many times by a, a certain mm-hmm. person, and I never would do it. I would never do it. Man, think of the dirt they would have on you right now. I am I mean, thinking of the dirt someone all... might have on me right now. Okay. Oh, wonderful. Big thanks to everybody who joined us today. Uh, Daryl. <laughs> Well, he didn't start off too great, but he ended like a house of fire. We're back tomorrow morning, 6 to 10. Talk to John Greco, right? Our buddy John. Yep. And then we also talked to Ty Dunn of GoLong.com, who has written about the NFL extensively and had a had the big story when Ken Dorsey was let go, where a lot of people were putting that on Sean McDermott way back when. So we'll hear from Ty coming up at 9 o'clock tomorrow. For Big Country, for Jeff, for AA. Wait. For Big Country, for Jeff, for <laughs> John Dorsey, for Mitch, for the Slippery Wizard, Anthony Lima. I'm Ken Carmen. Have a wonderful day, my friends. And remember, 6 a.m. tomorrow, will we be flipping the switch? Figure it out then. Take care. Hey, sounds good. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. 
Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.